It is time for personal mastery. Dr. Tepiso Matenji joins us on the line. Today, a conversation that many of us can relate to, having to go home during the festive and don't just rock up empty-handed. So there's obviously an impact on you, and this is what we're unpacking this morning. Doc, good morning. Good morning, family. How are you guys? We're very good, Doc. And you? I did it again. I cut you off, God. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, I, 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 that's nothing compared to what we'll be dealing with uh, in the next few weeks, Doc. I've got to make sure that when I get home, there is a, a sheep and two chickens that need to be slaughtered. On top of that, I've got a washing machine that I need to buy for the old lady. Then I've also got to make sure that I get uh, Magriza a stove. And then I must also remember my uncle and buy him a crate of beer and some cigarettes on the side and money on the side as well because he plays the lotto every week. And, 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 and. So let's talk about the impact of this and how this makes us feel. Is it, is it a bad thing to have these type of commitments to, to your family? Actually, the, the, because we are speaking about it from a financial and uh, financial health perspective uh, and an emotional wealth perspective, if you are having all of those commitments but they exceed your finances, they exceed what you have in the kitty, then yes, it is a bad thing and let's not beat about the bush up right. The point is, you will be overextending yourself when I begin 2021 with a deficit that you're going to have to work very hard to, to recover. We don't know what COVID did to you this year. Maybe you were retrenched, maybe your salary was halved. You know what your financial situation is. And all of those commitments, if you're going to all other overextending what you're currently having, um, you are going to be in trouble. And then we're going to start again the journey of, yeah, of mental health and you having stress and you not being able to cope, you kicking the dog, you cheating on your wife or trying to find more coping to make you feel good, la, 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 mm. and the cycle goes on. So this mm. conversation mm. becomes important because as, as, as black people, especially, we know that that proof that people have taken you to school, you know, and that you've succeeded mm. and that you are who you say you are, you get mm. to show it during the festive season. And it's important that we have this conversation so that as part of personal mastery, you're preparing yourself, you're getting yourself in the right frame, and you can check how your emotions influence your finances, but also what your current relationship with money is, let alone your relationship with family when it comes to money, but more the relationship that you have with money so that you are clear about your position and how you need to show up when you go home. What is at play here, Doc? Um, because obviously there are things that will happen to you emotionally and psychologically when you are the one that has to deliver yeah. the goods. You know, is it about self-worth? Um, is it about your role in the family? Is it about, you know, um, making other people feel good at, at no matter how you feel in the end? Um, I love questions, and, and that's where I wanted to because let's, all of us are intelligent enough to understand that um, you know that you are the sole provider or you are the one who, who makes more money than the rest of the family or that you might have had the condition that ah, people don't have enough money yet the education is still there. So if that is the background that we are starting from, let's begin with the conversation. And we're looking at it from a psychological perspective just so that people remember that I'm not a financial uh, guru out there. I'm not going to be able to help them to do financial planning. But if you think about it in terms of how how to understand how emotions influence your relationship with money. Let's ask yourself two questions. First one, can you live with yourself if you say no? Some of us, the guilt 
and the, the, the burden of responsibility when come next door they're having chicken you know beautifully roasted with certain colors and you are only having pap and mokodi you might feel that mm. you're not going to live with yourself you might feel like mm. you have failed and then that begins to highlight a couple of areas about your relationship with money secondly the second question can they live with you and embrace you even if you mm. say no so some of us, we struggle with rejection and being accepted because our worth in the family is fitting in, and we are all social creatures. We struggle with fitting in if ever we do not prove that uh, we are relevant mm. now because of what we're bringing to the table. I've actually had a client say to me, in my family, if you don't buy share, you are nothing. So you are, they listen to you even when you are a child, but because of your bias a share, but also deciding when they're having family meetings about your opinion. But that they're necessarily sure. respecting you because of your that great idea. But because of bias a share, then you actually have currency. So that actually helps understand why some of us have difficulty caving in or, or resisting the pressure. Because then our relationships is about the fact that the, the money that I have is about me and myself, about me feeling like I am a carer, I'm a giver, whatever it is. I want you to understand that, but also perhaps the pressure from the family while you keep keeping it might be because of how you see your family, whatever so much you might have had historically. But if it's color of Sokola, we need to show people that you've turned the curve. And if those are the mm. stories behind you, I want you to take a time to understand your money archetype. Understand <laughs> your relationship with money. What are the psychological reasons behind the way you spend money and how you show love and care by giving, especially when you are spending beyond your needs. But further, what it is about your trigger points that other people are able to, to press that actually get you to respond in a way that is contravening what you had planned initially in terms of your finances. Doc, we're going to take a breather, but I'll tell you what, we've got so many comments coming through and people are expressing their emotions here, which is very important. So I'm going to read some of them shortly and uh, we'd love to get your opinions on that. So do stay with us. It is Dr. Tepiso Matenchi, our psychologist, life coach and personal change catalyst. And this is Personal Mastery. The pressures of going home this December and what you have to bring what you have to show for it, all right? That's what we're looking at today and the emotional uh, effects of it on you. All of that still to come. All right, we continue with personal mastery. Some comments are coming in here on our discussion today, looking at the pressures you have to face going home this December. They're obviously financial, but there's an impact on you emotionally because it's how you feel in the end. And sometimes you want to do so much, but we don't have. Or maybe you have abundance. Maybe you are um, quite loaded, but it's just never enough. It doesn't matter how much you do and for how many people in the family, it just isn't enough. And, and, and at times, um, family does make you feel like it's, it's, it's not enough, no matter how much you do. Okay, so uh, Dr. Matenchi is still on the line here. Here's a comment from Janet on Twitter. Janet says, this December, I'm going home empty-handed. Uh, the painful thing is that I won't be able to buy my kids Christmas clothes. Sure. But I'm thankful that I have a family that loves me for me and they understand that this year was rough. Mm. There are a couple of themes there, uh, Doc, that I want us to just quickly touch on. First of all, how she's feeling. She says it's painful. Um, she acknowledges the fact that she has a family that loves her and understands her as well and understands the situation. Uh, take us through those those pointers. Look, um I, I want people out there to understand that you, the range of emotions, the five core emotions, there's happy, sad, angry, afraid, and ashamed, and all of them are healthy. So just because 
something is triggering discomfort in you and the intensity of it is beyond what you feel right now, you can handle like pain. It doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Recognize what you're feeling. Do not ignore it. Do not suppress it either. Also, do not keep it to yourself. Be willing to share it with your baby. Be willing to share it with the other people who care about you so that they know what you're currently going through. That even though you are not in a position to buy the embroidery that you're supposed to buy for December, mm. you actually feel that you want it. You really would have loved to, but you're not able to because your circumstances are different. And that is okay. That's part of cultivating healthy relationships. Secondly, just because you are having that discomfort within you doesn't necessarily mean that you need to escape it and do something to alleviate it. So some of us think, if I simply fulfill this need, that is going to be okay. Now let's make a distinction. If you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, you've got the basic needs that have to do with security and shelter and food mm. and warmth, right? Those are the basic needs. If what mm. you're addressing and you're having pain for has to do with basic needs, those are fundamental things. So no matter what happens, no matter what the Kumalos next door are saying, you need to have those things. If you have shelter and you have basic things, and your baby married, that at least my school fees are paid, at least I have a roof over my head, as my love hallway, we are loved, we are cared for, that's okay. Second level has to do with psychological needs. Now, some of us, we want to have that sense of belonging and we want to be loved, we want to be accepted, we want to keep people close to us. We also have self-esteem needs that have to do with feeling, prestige, and accomplishment. And those are mm. big drivers, and that's typically where our sense of wanting to spend into pressure comes in. And that is a huge problem. And even though other people might have communicated it and they're not listening to you, they're just using you or they're just expecting you to buy, 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 it is a huge problem because those psychological needs, you need to find alternatives to being able to fulfill them, staying within the ambit of what you can afford. Now, if you know that your means are low, uh, financial, yet you've got the need to want to feel belonging and to be respected and to feel like, hey, you've accomplished something, then mm. go ahead and go into December with a plan. Plan ahead. Have a budget. Mm. Uh, you know what financial people tell you. Have a budget plan ahead. Look at in terms of what, you, what are the must-have that you must have. Have a, a, have a grocery list. But also move your money around. You know, there was those things because when you know you have this so that you've got very little and the little that you have, you have already paid your big things and the little that you have in your account, if ever Maloney pressurizes you to buy that drink, and then you can just go ahead and start knowing that you are only living within what you can. But that conversation that you have also with the loved one, it might mean that you actually talk to them about alternative ways of giving. Where you say, I'm not able to buy in Buzi. But if somebody buys it, I'll pay it. I'll make sure it's in the mm. and I remove the, 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 the sure. crackers and I, I chop the meat and I spice it mm. and I buy it. So you, you find a way of finding alternative ways, particularly where you are able to show up that you love people and you have accomplished what you need to do, but by not necessarily attaching it to monetary value. And the last one that I want to share is think about going 50-50. You know, when you do have the financial resources and every, every year of family, it's you. If you, whenever then you're making, uh, you're not giving other children a chance to play, you know? So perhaps mm. have the conversation <laughs> with other people in the family who, who would like to share. And sometimes there isn't any yes. to share. Sometimes people are not able to pay. And they're actually quite okay with just listening, listening to, to Mabiyano and dancing with you and laughing about the name of it. Rather than just always just flashing your card in front of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, Doc, uh, this is a very important conversation, and I and I see a lot of people are, are relating to it on on our timeline. Um, 
We are in December now, and uh, I suppose uh, we just have to really take a moment and apply some of these things that you've mentioned today. So thank you very, very much for this conversation. Absolutely. And I wish everybody uh, a wonderful 50 season. I'm still here in the seat. But all of you, please take care. I want to encourage people to go in. Like it's important that we do that because of the next day that we can creature in the spirit. Take care of yourself and exercise good health. And uh, love yourself much more than you've been doing throughout the year. Absolutely. Dr. Tepiso Matenchi on personal mastery. And that is a wrap of that. Okay, uh, coming up next is The Bridge from 9 to 12, so we need to make space for them. Otherwise, from us, we are done. Thank you very, very much for everything this morning, just being with us on this Monday. Pearl Shongwe, are you on Daily Ted? Indeed, I am. 10.30, SABC 1. Today, we're talking about Stogie Stockvale.